0: I don't I I'm not a fan of making my place into an ice box, but, you know, I get it down to like human levels and then just kind of, you know, relax, you know,
1: that's good, man. Look, like, you know, um, yeah, because if you're entertaining, like you say, you know, you're entertaining a nice lady caller, Mm -hmm. you know, with a box of champagne and just (laughs) as I do corn, a corn cob pipe. And your smoking jacket—you know my you know, style. Yeah, no, and, and you're getting down to the business of getting down, right? <laughs> you don't want the place to smell like balls, like five minutes <laughs> into the the foreplay, as it were.
0: <laughs> Unless that's her fetish, in which case I've defeated myself. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's like i'm just like I just, let you go. just want to smell the booty sweat baby and then she's like ah oh, gross
0: <laughs> but yeah being inside uh under ac or with a fan or whatever you can do is highly recommended because this weather is no joke so you know check yeah, on yourselves check on your friends and family cuz uh it's, it's it's not nice out there. It's not nice, uh, but No,
1: it's kind of brutal. It's very it's it's like swamp ass summer. It re- all yes. summer long. Yes. And it's just yeah. We are Not even talcum powder can really <laughs> save you from the from the 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 prolonged exposure to the heat. <laughs> It'll turn into a fucking pancake into your in your pants. It's, uh, it's got some sweaty ass titties out there. <laughs> Damn,
0: <laughs> you're painting this whole like <laughs> menagerie of of, of sweat covered body parts. It's uh, yeah, it really is hell's taint out there. Um, yes, but, uh, agreed. So do what you can do to to stay cool, dude. I got it just to get random now um, to switch away from the heat and talk about another kind of heat, um, a heat that I admittedly am several years late to. Um, Uh, Friday, August 12th is, uh, it's Spider-Man day, my friend. It's when Spider-Man remastered is released for the PC and, uh, I've already pre-ordered. So day of I download and that evening I am like, I'm gamer Ernesto. I am just parking my ass in front of my TV and just web slinging all over New York city.
1: I think we should launch a Twitch channel, right? Like Ernesto, like plays video games because it, like if it, like I think you would draw in a crowd. What? <laughs> <When you want.
0: laughs> we got to spell video games in the way you just pronounced it because you didn't say oh, okay. video games; you said video games. I, and I just and I just need it. I just need people to know that's how it's said. You know?
1: <laughs> you like the third person to like call on my my whole like. My weird pronunciation of, of certain words um, Because you never do that I, to other I, people I, Yeah, I never do that to nobody <laughs> What, me? Uh, come on For what? Uh, but uh, but no, dude Dude, do you Because that game Spider-Man is is one of those like Fucking amazing games That comes along every now and then That's just like, fuck, man it just nails it, right? It's definitely like the the Arkham City of the Marvel games. Mm. So I've
0: heard that. I've heard that. Let me ask you this though. How would you say that it's on par with like Fallen Order and Control?
1: Yeah, it's on par. All right. It's on par. All right. You know what game I'm really interested in playing? Which one? Other than the, ro- the other than the RoboCop game. Of course. Right? Um, there's a game coming out there, – there's a game that's already out called Stray. It's just – you play as a stray cat. Yeah, I've seen and, that. Yeah. It's making the rounds on, like, TikTok and all this shit. And it looks interesting. Like, I, I'd, I'd, fuck yeah, I'd play a, a game where I'm a stray cat, you know? It seems
0: I, – I really appreciate that um, that studio has taken <laughs> what sounds on paper like the most – what the fuck concept like you're playing as a stray cat that's the whole game um and just expanding like what it is to play video games because video games it's not just about you know pew 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 um it's it's a genre that lets you uh experience other things it's about different experiences of uh, maybe a a power fantasy or you know being transported to different locales and something like stray you know just puts you uh conceivably in in the in the perceptive uh gaze of something that's not human you know you're a stray yeah you're a stray cat that's really 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 interesting i appreciate it and uh if you play it please let me know how it is because it looks hell interesting.
1: Yeah. yeah dude hell yeah Oh yeah, I will report as soon as I get that game. Uh, I've heard
0: rumors that the um, release date for Jedi Survivor is March
1: 2023. Oh man, I feel bad for my wife when (laughs) when I get that game because like I'm just gonna like disappear, (laughs) like I'm some fucking warrior, like going away to war. Like, Goodbye, baby. You know, with a, like a back, like one of those uh, a ba- like bags on a on a stick. Like like I'm a hobo. <laughs> Goodbye, baby. It's I will I will uh, send word of my travels <laughs> via mail. Oh my god! Be like you fucking idiots. <laughs> <laughs> Go play your games, oh <laughs>
0: well, shit, I'll be right there with you. That is a day one uh yes, play, oh my goodness, uh, super excited for that.
1: Yes, so while we're out here talking about beating the heat and playing games, why don't you the listeners beat the heat with us? I'm Pav and I'm E. And together we are the robots versus taxes program
0: on Radio Free Brooklyn.
1: That's right, your number one spot for um, pop culture through a Latino's lens. <laughs> um. So, uh, so, dude, have you um, have you seen any of the 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 controversy going around? I just ah oh, fuck. Just drop that nail clipper. Alright. Uh have you have you seen any of uh, the controversy going around with that that whole shit with the uh, the cat they're casting for Fidel Castro in a movie?
0: I just saw that. Um Is it true that they cast James Franco?
1: Yeah, I, I I'm I'm I mean I don't know. Uh, That's the word on the street is that they're going to cast James Franco as Fidel Castro.
0: I heard that Um, uh, John Leguizamo really kind of blasted that. He was just like, yo, what the fuck? It's 2022. There are Latinos aplenty out here. You can't find one Latino to play Fidel Castro.
1: I have a feeling I'm not going to make any friends with this show. Again, (laughs) it's just going to be a continuation of, like, last episode where I was just like, you know, Wakanda Forever Latinos, it's not your movie. But with this, I kind of shrugged my shoulders. I'm just like, so what? (laughs) You know, I I think uh, I think John Leguizamo, like, look, I like the guy. I you, think he's a really a really good actor. You met him, uh, yeah. I met him once, and um, uh, I think um, he should pipe down. <laughs> whoa, whoa, <laughs> and I mean that in the most respectful way. I mean, I I, I do. I just I just feel like um for a person like as much as i like john leguizamo he's always been kind of uh a figure in the pop culture like the pop culture sphere or the pop culture galaxy or what have you uh, where i've been of two minds about him because on one hand he has gone on record and been like you know i'm a proud latino you know he made uh that show, you know, uh, history, Latin Latin history for morons mm. or whatever. Uh, and then uh, he has been like, I'm, you know, uh, I'm, I'm marching in the Puerto Rican Day Parade and this and that. And then it comes out that he is he really Puerto Rican? Is he just Colombian? You know, so I, I'm like, he's he's one of those guys where I'm just like. Uh, you're confusing. You know, you're a confusing person. I think you should sort your shit out before you're just like, oh, you know, Latino actors as Fidel Castro. It's like, for one, Fidel Castro is his, um, eth- like, his ethnic background is mostly from Spain, hmm. uh, Europe, uh, home of the whites, so, I, I, I pl- plus, uh, I have I'm also of two minds with Fidel Castro. I mean, I like a lot of the things that he has done and said, mm-hmm. but on the other hand, I also deeply dislike a lot of the things that he's done and said. Okay. So, uh, f- he's a very divisive character for me historically. Um, so I, I like if they cast James Franco or some other gringo. As like a as Fidel Castro, like I shrug my shoulders. I'm like, meh, you know. Damn, you used it. It's the, not like it's the not keyword. like they're casting. <laughs> it's not like they're casting. You know, Cesar Chavez. They're not casting Ryan Gosling as Cesar Chavez. You know, <laughs> or you know, Madonna's Frida Kahlo. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Even though that almost happened, I think. Oh God! But whatever. It feels like. I a mean. Oh. <laughs> but you know, I, uh, I don't care. <laughs> wow what what are your What are your thoughts about it? What are your thoughts about? Uh,
0: it? I got to be honest. I'm not a hundred percent invested, um, just because of you know it's Fidel Castro. But at the same time, I do think that. Uh, the the plight of people of color, um, Latinos in Hollywood, not being cast in roles that depict the Latino diaspora um, is still an ongoing problem in 2022. So in that respect, I think John Lincuizamo is definitely right and attention needs to be brought to it. Like, uh, will will people of color... And in this case, Latinos be pigeonholed into like we only cast Latinos when it's an all Latino production, like in the heights or something like that. Like we like when it's an ensemble thing, we do it then. But when we're doing a, a biopic on a, one particular figure, eh, we got wiggle room. You know, we can go Latino light, you know, true. We can yes. we can put a little more pour a little more creamer into the coffee if you get what I mean. Um, yeah. So uh, it's definitely still a problem, and I think it's a conversation to be had. And I think Hollywood needs to pay attention because the audience is not as forgiving as it used to be in regards to terrible casting. I mean, we've seen several examples over the past years, like with Nina Simone and several other. Um... Oof, <laughs> I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, I know. Shit, I know. Sorry, uh. sorry, sorry to dig up that grave, but uh, I-, I think. Hollywood would be uh, best serve serving itself if it didn't just thumb its nose at this, like it's important to people and it will affect their bottom line.
1: Man, I was I was so on Zoe Saldana's side, right? <laughs> and then she just had a fucking Gina Rodriguez, the whole fucking thing. <laughs>
0: Uh, But, you know, (laughs) several years later, I think she finally got it. She gave what I think was a sincere apology. The damage has already been done. Um, But I'm hoping that her statement like, you know, it really should not have gone to me. I really shouldn't have done it. Um, I'm hoping that in the future they will do Nina Simone right at the very least because she is a titan of a figure uh both in the in music and in civil rights um so uh we'll big
1: see mi- big missed opportunity not to cast Michaela Cole oh as, yes uh, as Nina Simone oh yes, uh, yes. that would have been that's that's still on my like you know on my top 10 fan casts mm. of you know the foreseeable future but you know, with regards to that the whole Fidel Castro thing, I mean, and, and you know, casting of more Latinos in prominent roles, I, ah, dude, I'm of two minds. I'm really of, <laughs> uh, I'm I'm a man divided against himself. On one hand, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> let's do it. I want to see more Latino heat on screen. (laughs) On the other hand, (laughs) the part of me that's not going to make any new friends (laughs) is like until Latin America decides to get its shit together and acknowledge uh, that we have a ginormous racism problem Mm. uh, and transphobic problem. Mm. uh, We have two channels of just white mestizos, as far as the eye can see, <laughs> you know, populating the Latinosphere with Univision and Telemundo, like just nothing but white faces. For real. Uh, like, uh, until Latin America answers for that, then I'm just going to constantly shrug my shoulders and be like, uh, in the heights, too, I don't care, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. So sorry guys. <laughs> sorry my Latino brethren. Lo siento, perdóname, pero no puedo seguirlos en, en, en tus avent- aventuras <laughs> cinematicas, you know. <laughs> it's it's not it's not a it's not a done deal for me. So uh, that's my point of view. Okay. Um all right. <laughs> <laughs> But, dude, I'm yammering on, like, uh, I, I feel like you have opinions, you know, that, uh, you know, uh, about what I'm saying. <laughs> am, I, am I wrong? No, I wrong? no, you you're not.
0: You're not. You're, you're definitely not wrong. The points you brought up, especially with uh, racism within the community. It's uh, it's something that needs to be addressed because uh, until it is where we as a community are holding ourselves back. I think that we have enough uh, power and diversity to really make a mark and bring a level of inclusion to several industries, um, probably almost overnight, if we really, really united and acknowledged our own history. We could, be, we could be the example toward the world that America claims it is in regards to being a melting pot, uh, but until that happens, uh, it's just going to be like this internal war that Uh, holds itself back so you know you you definitely hit on some valid points
1: yeah it's just the I feel like being uh, identifying as quote-unquote Latinx or Latino or Latina you know whatever um, you know derivation you want to to add to that um, it's it's a struggle within yourself to reconcile a lot of the things that are un- kind of just unjust. Hmm. I don't know. I like that like you know it, it to me it started with within the heights and then it continues on to Wakanda forever with like the lat- latino reaction, hmm. you know? It's like, "Oh, we're finally getting, you know, representation." Um and it's like, "Guys, chill chill out." <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> So, oh, man, I I am uncomfortable talking about this. Do you (laughs) want (laughs) to? We we won't be doing any episodes
0: in Washington Heights anytime soon. No, no.
1: (laughs) I mean, well, maybe not in Lin-Manuel Miranda's house, but, you know, uh, decolonization is is. Is a wake up call, <laughs> you know. That's true. Decolonizing your mind it's 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 tough, but it's necessary. It
0: really is. It is one of the hardest wake up calls for uh, most communities, especially that have built a whole identity around uh, exclusion. So, yep, yep, not an easy yep, subject. Yep, but that's yeah. what we do here. That's what we do here.
1: Yeah, yeah we, we, we 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 talk tough. <laughs> <laughs> Now, let's talk Prey, <laughs> the, the the sequel to Predator. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I... <laughs> or do you want to talk about DC? Uh, uh, sorry about that. So I feel like I stepped on your... Not uh, at all. Uh, or DC possibly getting usurped by Marvel, given the fact that it seems to be falling apart at the seams. Well, let's talk about Prey, because... Um, okay. I got to say, uh,
0: it was... Well, I'm just going to say it off the, off the top. Um Prey is the best uh in the Predator series since the original Predator. Predator. And for me, it's the best in the Predator series. Um yes. not to take anything away from the original, but there was something about the story being set around uh the 1700s. Uh, against uh, Native American indi- indigenous peoples being up against this extraterrestrial threat um, and having to survive and having the main protagonist be a female Comanche warrior. Uh, I I was moved several times throughout this fucking film in a way that none of the other Predator movies uh, touched me. I... I I can't say enough good things about it. I am so. I think we are witness to a classic. And while I'm glad that it was released on streaming, um, this movie was so good. I hope that somewhere, sometime, maybe at Alamo, uh, they do uh, in theater screening because I feel like there's so much in it in regards to the sounds, the scenery, the acting. Uh, many. Uh, many scenes in which uh there is no dialogue it's just sound and scenery that I feel would be great in a cinema experience,
1: yeah, uh, dude, I would kill to watch that in the in the theater, mm. just because like there are certain like shots where it's like so it's just sweeping hills and mountains, and the wind is blowing, and like just the sound of the unnatural sound of the predator, yeah. And, like, Creeping into that, creeping into that landscape is so. It was so interesting. I'm just like, wow, what a. This is such a great take, because I've been waiting for a great, a great take on uh, on the predator concept. You know, yes. Uh, because Lord knows the predator mm. wasn't it. Mm. <laughs> the less said about that movie, the
0: better. Ooh. The Predator. Oh my god, that was that movie was almost insulting, especially the end.
1: I was just like, "What? What are y'all oh, doing?" I didn't, I didn't even stick around to the end. You know, I ju- thats one of those movies where I was just like, "Eh, I don't even know how it ends." <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm gonna watch Invader Zim. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, spoiler alert: one of the predators that came to earth was trying to help people and he bought like a predator Iron Man suit that a human can don and it was the worst looking fucking thing when they got one of the scientists to actually activate it not use it because it was supposed to be a setup for another movie but it was just like oh shit now the playing field it's like get the fuck out of here it was so terribly well it was terribly done um i can't recommend not seeing this movie enough <laughs> it's you know what sucked
1: about it do you want know to suck the worst about it what? oh sorry go ahead no no i was just go gonna ahead. say I, uh-huh. can, I can't
0: even recommend it for like a bad movie night
1: no it's it's just, it, that's because it falls under like the dwayne the rock johnson hercules it's oh, so oh. bad it's bad <laughs> Like it's boring,
0: yes, right, yes <laughs> oh, my God.
1: not like you know, uh Miami connection, where it's like it's so incompetent, <laughs> it's charming, yes, it's hilarious
0: <laughs> that's right, the predator has no charm at all, no, no charm,
1: because uh I you know, I found myself i I, I constantly find myself baffled as to. Olivia Munn's acting choices. You know, everybody's terrible in that movie, but Olivia Munn just, like, all of a sudden becoming Rambo for, like, a second was weird. Uh, and and I, I'm always kind of, like, amazed because I'm just, like, she she seems like the type of person that should have a career. Like, a, like a good career. Like, she can act. She just can't acting. She's not in anything good. So... Ooh. Uh, yeah Damn She's going the sum, the summer glow route
0: <laughs>
1: mm. Damn Poor summer Poor summer glow She is You know um, She was fucking awesome In Firefly And in Serenity And in The Terminator Cruttons of Saracana And the Terminator Chronicles Where um, <laughs> Jesus but, <laughs> Sorry Wow
0: Put some respect on her name man Shit <laughs> I uh, know.
1: Look, and it's so funny because I'm just like I'm trying to say that I respect, her. <laughs> but she can't find a fucking movie to like. She, there's not a franchise that she's in that like doesn't immediately crater. You know. Uh, hmm. It's but uh, uh,
0: you know it's it's really unfortunate. I mean, from what I've read, she's not really active in the industry anymore. But I'm hoping in this age where uh, sometimes careers see these amazing, amazing resurgences uh, that she is brought back into uh, a well-done franchise or vehicle that she can like showcase the good work that she's capable of doing. I don't know.
1: I hope so because it's also like, in my opinion, right? Mm -hmm. It's highly sexist uh, that, you know, Summer Glau has been in a bunch of franchise things that have tanked, mm-hmm. and so has Olivia Munn. You know, man, she was down for Psylocke, right? Yes. Uh, and so far, it was. It, she was, she comic accurate. She was there. Uh, the character was not. It was weird and bad. And the less said about the direct that director, the better. But. Uh, but I find it just so sexist that guys like George Clooney, who have never had a hit, never, or Ewan McGregor, mm. like Obi Wan Kenobi aside, um, I don't think I, I've ever seen him actually have a hit movie. Uh, but they keep getting work. And people are always like, they're great actors. Yeah. I'm just like, yeah, but so is so, Summer Glow and Olivia Munn. Like, like, these, like, but the, their career, all of a sudden, they're just like ostracized by Hollywood. But I don't know. I feel like I'm talking myself into a circle. No, uh, but, you're, but
0: you're so right. and they're, It's like, you know, these white men who just get to fail over and over, um, not because they're incompetent, but, you know, they're, sometimes things just don't gel in regards to a production, whether it's the movie, the writing, production, whatever, um, but they aren't. Uh, they aren't seen as box office poison. They still get work, and um, even like Kevin Costner over the years. Like there was, there was like that stereotype of him. Like you know, oh God, how does he keep getting work? But he's he's a very competent actor, and he never had to like suffer the way that Summer Glau or uh, Olivia Munn does. No, um, and this is one of the things that that really irks me when it comes down to uh the criticism of shows that maybe don't hit every single cue but that feature a a person of color at the helm um as the protagonist or the you know just just the main star and they're just like see you know go woke go broke and it's just like shut the fuck up how many oh god how many decades have white men been able to fail over and over and over again both on screen and off screen and get second third fourth chances and then hit it out of the park i mean as much as i love robert downey jr in as iron man um the guy fucked up a lot in his personal life,
1: yeah. And, agreed.
0: And, and and several studios did not want to touch him. Marvel did not want to touch him. It, if it wasn't for uh, John Favreau saying, "Like, no, 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 this is Iron Man. We need him. We got to get him." And finally, the, the studio caved. And it's like, and how how and why is it that somebody with that history gets a chance? And then when, as as a community, we stand up, it's just like, hey, uh, we'd like to see some diversity in the films, um, <laughs> you know, not not saying replace everybody with people of color. Nobody's ever said that But it's just like just more diversity. We look we're looking back at all these decades of just white, uh, just a lot of whites. And, you know, you did some nice things. You did a lot of not so nice things. But, you know. Let's in, let's include some other people let's give some other people the chance to succeed let's give some other people the chance to fail you know it's like if it's really an even playing field then we should all and then people go like, "Oh oh my god blah 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 why is this uh uh why are these diversity hires in my films it's just like shut the fuck up and i'm I'm happy to say i'll finish my point on this i'm happy to say that. These people who cry over and over again in regards to forced diversity in films are becoming less and less relevant by the year. Whenever they, whenever they're online saying like, "Well, I guess this is a property I'll be skipping," it's just like you know what? Nobody gives a fuck, Daryl. That you're not <laughs> that you're not going to watch the Marvels. It's still going to break a billion without you. It seems like the industry doesn't really care about fragile white male egos isn't that something
1: because it, it's it's i i think the industry and you said it best it's just reflecting uh, that that our society is changing mm-hmm. and that these people are be quickly becoming a thing of the past uh which is great but it's still it's still irksome to you know, find a movie that's as awesome as Prey, mm, right? Mm. And still have that small but vocal minority of neckbeards that are just like, "It's she's a Mary Sue, how could, you know, this, you know, uh, 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 Native American lady defeat a, a, an advanced alien species like the Predator? Without any training. And it's like she's like... And I see it all over the internet, right? It's so it's just all over. And then people are spreading memes about it. And and it's like... Have you seen the movie? Like, she spends half the movie training. Yeah. <laughs> she, she spends half the movie failing. And then... Which is
0: what training is like you just try and fail and try and fail and try and fail again until you get it, which is like probably one of the best training montages ever. Um, (laughs) It's uh, you hit it on the head, man. Like she she was first of all, from the giddy up. uh, She's the most gung ho about hunting in her tribe. Everybody else is just like, you know, all the males in the tribe, they're just like, hey, look, if we need a cook, we'll call you. She's just like, shut the fuck up. There's something in the yeah. forest. You guys don't see these feet in the mud? Nothing makes this mark. And they're just like, oh, whatever. <laughs> they're just like, what the fuck? We live out here. How do you not notice this? Which was hilarious to me because, like... It's just they're just like, yeah, oh, yeah, the fact maybe it's a bear. Like, it's just like, that's not a yeah. fucking bear. We see we live next to bears. This is not a bear.
1: <laughs> they're like, what skins a snake this way? Like what kind of bear just walks around on its hind legs? Is it like walking for towards its like job job interview or whatever, you know? I'd like to submit my application. Your name, Sarah Bear. Uh, just one name, like share, but with a B.
0: <laughs> oh God! And the interview is just like I assume that you're a big fan of the uh, Second Amendment. That's a terrible. That's a terrible joke. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry.
1: Oh, man. Robots versus taxes. Where dad jokes live. (laughs) We're not dads. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I know.
0: Uh. (laughs) Uh.
1: Oh, I thought it was like I thought he was uh, uh, interviewing to be a producer on the next Velocirappers album. Oh, Oh God. We need to make that shark happen. <laughs> sharky smooth is like, yo, let me hear your beats.
0: You know? Oh, God.
1: <laughs> let me hear you say,
0: oh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, this silly <laughs> jokes.
0: <laughs> philosopher rappers. Oh, God. I've been thinking about that shit way too much, man <laughs> I'm just thinking of of a lot of, a lo- of a velociraptor in a studio with like these giant set of headphones <laughs> in front of a mic <laughs> doing like that you know you know the way they look around they just sort of like dart from like perspective to perspective, and yeah <laughs> yo you you ready velocity. <laughs>
1: Yo, you ready, B? <laughs> it's like And you see its tail starting to bob up and down with the beat. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. And now Oh man, it's a it's a it's a guest appearance from from J. Cole. <laughs> and it's just like, let me hear you say. Hey. Oh, <laughs> no, it's just,
0: but all of the industry still wants to work with him because he's like the hottest rapper, you know. Yeah, you like cut to Bianca. She's just like, I just think he's so amazing. I can't wait to <laughs> collaborate, you know.
1: So ah, uh, and she's got like a huge like scar where it got where it clipped her <laughs> oh <my> God, <laughs> on her shoulder. Oh fuck! Yeah, he's intense <laughs> in like the recording in the booth. <laughs> Jay-Z's like, yo, <laughs> <laughs> he's only got one arm. <laughs> Meanwhile, Eminem's like, Eminem's <laughs> got like being fitted for robot legs, you know. <laughs> <Jesus>.
0: <laughs> Meanwhile, you and I keep pushing Sharky Smooth. It's just like, you know who we got to get him to work with, knowing full well what's going to happen. It's like, we got to get Kanye in here. And for some reason, Kanye's the only one who realizes he's a dinosaur. And he's just like, yo, I'm not going to work with him. He eats people. It's just like, Kanye, you're talking crazy. All right. Yeah. This is like the Trump thing all over again.
1: He's going to eat me. He's going to eat my family. <laughs> Meanwhile, the rap the Velocirappers are in the in the booth, just like waiting on him. <laughs> just, like, look, just <laughs> with their unblinking eyes. We got to stop doing this, man. We're just we're going off on a tangent. We got a lot to talk about. That's
0: true. That's true. Oh, but it's so good, Velocirappers yeah. forever. Um, yeah, but uh, DC uh, is it that. Uh, Warner Brothers is being acquired by Discovery, or Discovery is acquiring Warner Brothers.
1: It's some—it's a merger uh-huh. between the two. Okay, and it—it it, it has resulted in uh, there have been some very interesting results. As you know, as, as many people know, mm. you know, Batgirl has been in shelved indefinitely, uh, pretty much
0: forever. Uh, I understand that it's some sort of tax write-off option that studios have when they feel like a project is simply not going to pan out so they shelve it and they can claim some sort of write-off which legally makes it pretty much impossible for them to to release the 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 project after that otherwise it's considered like tax fraud or something like that so i weird this may be buried forever
1: it's just locked away in the dc vault (laughs) Um,
0: which is just the trunk of like a Chevy
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> at this point. Yeah. But like the, that guy, the, the, the new guy in charge of like Warner brothers slash discovery entertainment or whatever. David Zaslav, I think his name is. Hmm. Um, He's like a known Trump supporter, you know, uh, he's a hardline conservative who has basically made some kind of Weird statement, and I'm paraphrasing, saying that, you know, things that have, you know, uh, people of color as the lead or uh, have women as the lead, not on the forefront of the new DC agenda. So um, that's why uh Batgirl is getting canceled. And God only knows what other endeavors are getting canceled. But The Flash Still going strong. Wow. (laughs) Despite the fact that, you know, Ezra Miller, as we speak, is traveling the country, bulletproof vest, thinking that the Klan and the FBI are both after them. (laughs) Guns at the ready, you know?
0: (laughs) Oh, boy. Well. Yeah. Well, DC, it was, uh, I would say it was nice knowing you, but it hasn't been. Um... (laughs) After a statement like that, I don't see myself making, you know, making it making it to the theater to see their stuff. I just don't.
1: Yeah, it's just it it uh, it almost sounds like Emperor Palpatine. It's like I don't think the Batgirl will ever be seen anymore by you and your friends. <laughs> you know.
0: Oh boy, this sucks for uh, Black Adam because. The rock's been pushing that shit hard, so uh, we we'll, I mean, we'll see. We'll see if any of this backlash washes over into his film being suce- you, successful you, or not. Who knows?
1: You think that Black Adam is going to be shelved? You think? Oh you no, think that I don't. I don't on the chopping.
0: I don't think it'll be shelved. I just, but I just think that with uh, a statement like that, um, kind of poisoning the well, it might. I don't know. It may or may not affect its box his box office draw uh the rockies he's a big name at this point. um and it the movie seems like you know testosterone on overdrive. so it may you know draw some people. but at the same time uh, i I don't I'm not excited for Black Adam. let's put it that way. um I don't uh, I neither don't, am I I don't know if it adds anything to the DC lore that makes me interested i think audiences now want like this interconnected universe and the rock has been playing this up for many years and especially in recent months he's just like this is going to change the balance of power in the dc universe it's just like okay well i mean
1: we'll see (laughs) it's so weird to hear your like it, 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 what I can only describe as indifference to DC, <laughs> given the fact that you are a DC Comics fan. Like, you're a Superman fan. I'm a Superman you're, fan. You're, I am. Yeah. I am. You're a Batman fan. I am. Uh, you're a big fan of the Elongated Man. Uh, <laughs> big Barda. <laughs>
0: I'm a fan of Wonder Woman. I, I, you know, I like... I like... Uh, certain aspects of DC lore, they they, there's a grandness to it, especially like um, Infinite Crisis and things like that, that I feel are very, very interesting. And if done right, could be an epic cinema event. But so far, DC just doesn't know what to do with any of that shit. And if we see leadership coming in saying like, ah, oh, we're going to put people of color and women on the back burner, I'm just like... Eh. Uh, i'm not interested i'm really i'm really not interested meanwhile marvel is just like everybody gets a shot on screen and everybody's gonna be in everybody else's shit and and that's just it you know
1: and uh... at this juncture i'm sorry but yeah yeah exactly we shrug our shoulders (laughs) um but at this juncture it's so weird for them to be like we're rebooting the DC universe. <laughs> We're gonna make it more like Marvel. It's gonna be great. I'm like, it's been ten years, guys. <laughs> ten years, and you're telling me now you're like, let's make an interconnected universe. <laughs> <laughs> what stopped us before? <laughs> it's like Batman v- Batman versus Superman, Man of Steel, you know, uh Justice League. It's like what well, Take your pick, you know. (laughs) Oh, boy.
0: Oh, God. And then also, I mean, they also can't ignore that Marvel puts people of color at the forefront as well. So if your attitude is that, you know, you're going to skimp on this aspect but do the interconnected thing, I don't know.
1: Good luck. Uh, All right. Um, Let's talk about divining up the exquisite corpse of DC. Um you know in the, in a in a in a completely speculative you know universe where d c has tanked and gone under and their characters are free reign uh to become marvel properties. how would they be fit into the marvel universe who would be casted and so on and so on and so on oh man
0: okay well i mean i'll start out with my fave uh Superman would um i feel like he'd have a a good run at first but uh given the the moral complexities that exist within the Marvel universe and just the cosmic scale of things i think he would become somewhat like uh, dis- disillusioned in a certain sense like he he would see that there's still like racism and he'd see the whole conflict between like humankind and mutants he'd just be like what the fuck why is this a why the fuck is this a thing holy
1: holy shit
0: and i think he'd he'd start to like question like should i just be about the american way or should i be kind of like a i think he'd lean more towards social justice at least my superman would um at, well, yeah, that's that's what we're doing. Let's just yeah. let's just go for it. Let's <laughs>
1: swing for the fences here. He'd
0: lean toward like social justice. I, I think he'd be like at BLM rallies uh, protecting folks. Uh, that's what my Superman would do. I also think that um, <laughs> there would be some real uh, ruffling of the feathers when he comes up against Sentry because um, Sentry, in many ways, is kind of like the the Marvel analog of Superman. and But Sentry is insane and kind yes. of like possessed by darkness. Yeah. So Superman's trying to reason with them. And meanwhile, um, Sentry's just trying to remember to take his medication and be yeah. balanced. And <laughs> <laughs> I think that'd be a very interesting interaction. It's just like, dude, you got to like, You gotta chill. He's just like, The voices! They speak to me! I have to kill the sun! (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit!
1: So that's. And and the the entire time, Superman's like, Why did I get lumped in with this car over there? (laughs) Exactly. Cause I'm strong.
0: <laughs> you know, we can both fly, you know, all that kind yeah. of shit, you know, how about you? What, uh, what character jumps out to you in regards to, uh, their, the way they fit into the Marvel universe.
1: Batman obviously fits into the Marvel universe. Like perfectly. Yeah. Like it would be, it would be, uh, it, it's a no, it's like a layup, right? Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's fucking Batman in the Marvel universe. Um, It'd just be interesting for him to, you know, uh, go up against uh, somebody uh, – like, match egos with somebody like Tony Stark and <laughs> and, um, and Reed Richards and, and see what, what that dynamic is going to be like. But with regards to, like, cast – like, uh, uh, man, your take on Superman is really interesting because – yeah, like how would Superman even figure into the grander scheme of the Marvel Universe? Like, would he side with the mutants? Like, the mutants are like, it'd be it'd be so interesting for him to like come down to Krakoa and like, God, this is getting so nerdy, <laughs> um, or like, like sharing a conversation with Wolverine, and you know, him, you know. Being like, you know, you're, you're a Boy Scout. You remind me of somebody. Wolverine would bust his or, balls
0: so hard.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, you know, Captain America would be like, I like this guy. Oh, my God. Something my <laughs> They'd be buds. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, my God. It'd be
0: awesome. Oh, my It'd be God. Awesome. But I, th- I think, in my opinion, I think Superman would side with the mutants just because um, he would be like so... They all hate you, but you still fight for them, huh? Why does that feel
1: familiar? Yeah. <laughs> da, 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 da. You know that—that that just sounds like that sounds like a compelling Superman story. Yeah, I would be excited to read that or to see that on screen. So, uh, you know, let's let's see if it happens. Mm. Uh, in terms of casting. For a live-action Superman in the MCU, oh. in the MCU, oh, what? Man. Who would you cast? Who? Um, swing, swing for the fences, man. Swing for the
0: fences. Uh, <laughs> shit. Um, Yahya Abdul Mateen.
1: Holy shit! Wow, that's a great fucking Superman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My first thought was like Idris Elba, but I was just like. Uh, he's the he was already in the MCU, I don't think he wants to come back. Mm. I think he was like, I've made my money. <laughs> yeah.
0: I'd love to see um uh Idris Elba as like a the Kingdom come version of Superman.
1: Holy oh, yeah. shit. Where he's just like all fucking disillusioned <laughs> and he's like fucking Magog <laughs> <laughs>
0: He's super strong. Kryptonite doesn't really fuck with him anymore. Like, he's yeah, that'd be that'd be fucking interesting, I think.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if uh, Yaya Abdul-Mateen would be fucking dope as Superman. I can almost see him as like like with the blue suit Mm. with the silver outline. And I mean, is that the way is that where we're going? Why not? Yeah. Right. Why not? I mean, he's had. Yeah, he's had the, the that that you know snyder suit and like the red trunks before let's just go full totally <laughs> new it's the amalgam comics version of Superman. Yeah. Right?
0: <laughs> oh my god but i'd love to see um your your iteration of batman kind of Match brain pans with uh, Tony Stark and Reed Richards. That would be really fucking industry- in- interesting because I feel Batman, uh, though he's you know he's rich like those guys, he's really really smart, but he has he has awareness an awareness of what's going on on the street that I feel that maybe Reed Richards and Tony Stark don't have just because they're yes. so they're so removed. Um, I'd love to see. How him and Daredevil interact? I think. Yes. I think it'd be. I think there'd be some initial, you know, conflict there, but then eventually a deep respect, especially seeing the way Batman seeing the way Daredevil puts his ass on the line all the
1: time. And he's just like,
0: you mean to tell me you're blind? He's just like, yep.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and Batman, you know, he'll deduce that shit right away. He'll just be like you. So you're blind, <laughs> you know, like a bat. Ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my whole costume is a fake. I'm an appropriator. <laughs> That's so silly. All right. So, oh, my God. Um, it'd be interesting for I think Batman and Punisher would become mortal enemies I think uh, oh. Punisher would join his rogues gallery I mean oh. he's practically the character Lockup I don't know if you remember that from that character from the animated series vaguely vaguely uh, it was the closest uh, Batman's ever come to saying all cops are bastards um, oh, with shit. that character Lockup <laughs> oh, did you shit. ever see that episode I have not it's seen. just like a yeah He's a pre- he's like an Arkham City guard who becomes like this ultra right wing pseudo cop hmm. vigilante, and he come he butts heads with Batman who who Batman Batman considers that guy a fascist and I'm just like <laughs> wait a minute, this feels like that Spider Man meme where they're all pointing at each other. <laughs> <laughs> But it would. But I, I honestly think that Punisher and Batman would become mortal enemies, and there would be a lot of um, throwdowns uh, between the two. For one, I I've often thought this. I'm just like the the character of Punisher should get a send off at this point. Mm. Um, there's a lot of talk of it about him um, returning, actually, mm. because Roda- Rosario Dawson let that cat out of the bag at uh San Diego Comic-Con uh that the Punisher could be returning.
0: So, well, I definitely want to see the actor come come into the fold. Um even though the character of the Punisher is problematic, I just loved uh Barenthal's depiction of him.
1: I I just want to see more of him. I really do. <laughs> Me too. I'm, I mean, I've seen him in real person. I'm, I've seen him in real person. <laughs> uh, I've, seen, <laughs> I've seen him in real life, and he's like a cool person. He, um, I, I saw him walking down the street, and I and I gave him a salute. I was like, "Sir," and then he was like, "Grr," you know, he grunted at me, <laughs> but it was like a grunt of respect. <laughs> like that dude's cool <laughs> oh shit
0: oh that's so yeah. dope
1: <laughs> yeah oh shit i'd love to keep talking more about this this is awesome but we gotta cap yeah. it yeah yeah let's cap it uh so you've been listening to the robots vs taxes program
0: on radio free brooklyn
1: that's right i have been pop and i'm e And uh, while you're out there, you could try keeping it real.
0: But you should try keeping it right. Song of the Week.